Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I am your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason Shear. And, in, sh- and we're, <laughs> we're just going to let everyone know we're in shambles. We uh, Today was uh, Brielle's final flag football practice. It was an hour long. And uh, it was, it was parents funny. versus kids. We played the flag football. Shelby caught a pass. I caught a pass. I was I was uh, shocked and elated that I actually did that. Not that I don't know how to, but it is different when it's like live and there's all these little kids surging all around you. But, and then yeah. also some kid decided to bean me <laughs> in the back. And I like... My shoulder is killing me, so that's super fun. But tonight was a nice reminder. All the adults walked off the field. We need ice baths. Ice baths and ibuprofen. Tonight was a reminder that we're older now. We are. But it was a gorgeous night. But hey, we're still staying up to midnight to watch NAU. And we are going to support NAU. But we're here to discuss Arizona. Arizona men's basketball is playing in the Pac-12 tournament in Las Vegas on Thursday and they will be playing Stanford. Stanford just is about ready to beat Utah. Yeah, it's final. Just went final. It just went final as we were recording live. So um, that's exciting. Playing Stanford. Has Michael Luke found his way out of New York, New York Hotel yet? <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, Michael Luke. Anyway, um, well, what do you remember about Arizona's loss to Stanford? And what is there to learn from it? The biggest thing I remember is Arizona didn't really feel like playing defense and Stanford didn't really feel like missing shots. Wow, bad combo. Stanford went 10 of 28 from three. They shot 61% from the field. Uh, They could not miss. It was just one of those games where you kind of knew early on it just wasn't going to happen. Umar... Um, you know, only had eight points and struggled with Stanford's bigs. Azulis had the foul trouble, four fouls, only played 17 minutes. Uh, Pella was decent. Kylan was decent. Uh, really, the only reason it wasn't a complete blowout was uh, was Courtney Ramey hitting eight threes. But, I mean, you look at Stanford, they got 1.3 points of possession. They shot 63% from two. Uh, I said 10 of 28. I actually meant 10 of 18. Oh, <laughs> so, that's a little more um, Arizona shot a stupid amount of threes that game. 35 threes, only went to the line 11 times, got out-rebounded, 
Um, it was just, it was bad. I mean, that's just it. It was just a, a, uh, a really poorly played game by Arizona, uh, especially in that, in that second half. It looked like they might be able to survive at the end of, uh, of the first half. It wasn't bad, but the second half, it kind of just went to the wayside and Spencer Jones went off and it was just one of those games. Um, you know, it, it just, you know, it is, it is one of Arizona's if, yeah, one, if some people would say it was the worst performance of the year, I'm not sure about that, but it was, it was certainly, uh, up there. It was just not, not a good day show. There's really not a lot of analysis when the team shoots 61% from the field, they're going to win. Yep. That's pretty much the magic key. And the biggest thing that can be learned from it is you got to bring it every night. I think I that was, was say, how about Arizona decides to play defense? Yeah. I mean, that was the thing I think. And, and you remember like Stanford was pretty hard, even when Arizona was really good. Last year, Spencer Jones uh, went ape shit in the tournament, and Stanford was a tough out. And um, you know, this is one of those situations where, like, Stanford actually has some talent. Like Harrison Ingram is an awful. Spencer Jones is an awful. Like they have Brandon Angel. You know, had sixteen and twelve against Utah. They only turned the ball over four times. They really got whatever they wanted offensively against a good defensive team in Utah. Um, Stanford has a decent amount of individual talent. It's just they haven't been able to to put it together, but you got to learn that, you know, in this conference and really anywhere, you got to, you got to bring it every night. You got to defend the effort has to be there. You're going to lose. Boom, boom, boom. All right. Well, what type of team is Stanford as of late? Well, really, you know, Stanford actually just, they, they played well against Utah in the game that we just watched. Like I said, only four turnovers. Um, you know, Utah was is kind of been broken lately, unfortunately for Utah, but um, they, they played well this game. They really did. And, and, you know, you take a look at the um, you take a look at the box score for for the Stanford game, and you know when there's there's certain guys that, and really you could say this for most teams, I realize that, but definitely Stanford as well. When there's certain guys when when they play well, they're very hard to beat. They had four players and double figures in the starting lineup um, against Spencer Jones. You know, twelve points, Brandon Angel sixteen, Ingram fifteen, Renaud twelve. They only shot 41%, um, but really where they got Utah was was defensively, and they're not usually a, a good defensive team, but they didn't turn the ball over at all in this game, the, only the four turnovers. So um, what's interesting about Stanford is that before that, I mean, since the Arizona win, which we all know about, uh-huh. uh, the win over Arizona, they lost to UCLA, they lost to USC on the road, they came back home, they lost to Washington State, they lost to Oregon, so their only wins since that Arizona game are home against Washington and away against Oregon State, two of the worst teams in the conference. So it's not as if they're playing some magical level of basketball where the win against Arizona, you know, kind of propelled them. Um, offensively, they're they're a pretty efficient team. They're actually 40th in the nation in offense because uh, they shoot the ball pretty nicely. They offensive they they rebound very well. They're a very good rebounding team offensively and defensively. They're a good three-point shooting team um, as well. You know, when you when you take a look, they're actually 84th in the nation. 34% of their points come from behind the line. If you don't guard the three against Stanford, um, you know, in their wins, you know, 88 points against Arizona, but 83 Oregon State, 81 Washington. If you don't guard the three, they're very capable of beating you. Defensively, they're not great. Like I mentioned, they don't foul a lot. Uh, they're a good rebounding team, but they don't defend the three well. Um, you know, they, they don't really block shots. They don't really steal. Uh, they're, they're really 
not a good three-point defensive team at all. They'll kind of let you shoot threes. That has not changed. And against Arizona in that first meeting, if you remember, they basically said, go for it. And Arizona was 14 of 35. Arizona shot 35 threes in a game, which is just absolutely uh, ridiculous. So, you know, that's that's kind of what Stanford has. They haven't changed. They're still the same team that Arizona faced. It's just a matter of, you know, what level are they going to do it at? Because against Arizona in the first meeting, they did at a very high level. Okay. And what matchup are you most looking forward to? I, You know, the biggest thing I'm looking forward to is, if you remember in that first meeting, and I, I know I just mentioned it, um, Julius was terrible. That was, that was the beginning of kind of the slack. He was not good. Stanford attacked him with Brandon Angel and Renaud a little bit, but mostly Brandon Angel. That's the matchup I'm looking forward to. Julius has to be composed. He can't get in foul trouble. He can't do any stupid plays. That's the one that really comes to mind. Because on paper, Julius is better than Brandon Angel, but for some reason, Stanford gives him fits because of their size up front and their physicality. The other one is, when you look back at that first matchup, um, I remember my write-up, I don't have it in front of me, but I remember saying that there's certain guys where if you're, you're in for a long night if they're playing well. And Michael McConnell was one of them. Well, that game, McConnell, Michael O'Connell, sorry, had 22 points. Michael O'Connell, I don't think, has 22 points combined since, since then. Like, it, it just, actually, I'm going to look it up. So when you look up Michael McConnell's point total, because I'm going to do it because I, I'm very factual, Shelby. Mm. I'm not like the John Canzanos of the world. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he had 22 points that game, right? Mm-hmm. Four, nine, four, two, two, five. Those are his point total since. His point total before the 22 was three and two. If O'Connell has 22 points again, Arizona lost the game. Seriously, done deal. Yeah, Don't even, do can't do it. And so Kerr needs to be better defensively in that matchup, running him off the line and doing whatever it is uh, he needs to do because... You just can't have that kind of performance again. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there.
there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. All right. That is solid. I need more from Arizona's bigs in this game. Basically. That's That's just it. I need more. How about just more from everyone? Yeah, but the bigs got their butts kicked against Stanford. And Stanford's going to do the same. I... The reason, like, I don't think Stanford is, like, some really tough, difficult matchup. I think Arizona should be able to win the game. But Stanford is going to be physical. They're going to be dirty at times. I always, like, hold my breath when Arizona plays Stanford because you never know if someone's going to get injured. And so, Ajulis and Umar have to be able to match that physicality without getting in foul trouble. Be aggressive. Is that the chant? I don't know. Be be aggressive. Whatever. Clearly, you didn't see that Did you hear me? Movie. Did you all just hear me turn on the NAU game in the middle of this podcast? Yeah, that's how we roll. Uh, my sister went to NAU, so that's why we kind of have to. I'm sitting here nude with only wearing a lumberjack outfit. How can you be wearing a lumberjack outfit and. Aren't they nude underneath? I mean, aren't we all? Oh, no, they wear the yellow shirts. Never mind. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Oh, no, it's not a toga. Um, what does Arizona need to do? To do, avoid the upset. I feel like you've already said this. But they need to score I'm, more points. I'm asking points. the damn question, They okay? need to score more points. Score more points. Ajulis and Ball will be more aggressive. Yeah, the, the recipe for beating Stanford is actually relatively straightforward. Contain the three, rebound the basketball. That's it. Yeah. Contain the three, whether it's O'Connell, whatever. They rebound the basketball, and they're going to beat Stanford. Play fast. I mean, obviously, like I said, you don't want Michael O'Connell going ape shit or whatever, but Stanford's going to try to... Try to get the pace to their liking. But if Arizona rebounds the ball and takes away or, or limits the three of Stanford, they're, they're not winning this Take game. Take care of the ball. Oh, yeah. No turnovers. Zero. Oh. Zero. I dare you to do zero turnovers, Arizona. What? That might be a little ambitious. Should but, be. you know. Everyone whatever. calm down. How about, how about not 17? That would be awesome. Shelby, top-seeded Alcorn State just fell to Texas Southern. What? It's March, Shelby. March Madness. It's it. Um, okay, well, what is your prediction, Jason Shear? You know, I actually like the fact that it's Stanford because I'm sure Tommy at this moment um, is telling the team, remember the first time. Remember when you guys looked awful? Erase the doubt. And we know what happened to Utah. When Arizona faced Utah the second time, uh, we saw the focus that Arizona, like Arizona lost Utah on the road by 15, came back and beat Utah by 26. I'm not saying Arizona's going to win by 26, but they're going to beat Stanford. Well, Stanford also played tonight against Utah. I'm a man of confidence, And they were a little bit beat up. I'm a man of confidence. I think Arizona wins. Let's go 82 uh, to 73. I think Arizona wins by nine. I feel like that's been your prediction the last three games. Right. So it's going to... Okay. It's going to hold. Okay. I respect that. So. No, you know what? I'm glad you respect it because you were telling me earlier you don't respect me. I don't think I ever said that. That was after I, think, I dropped the pass think, in the end zone. I think zone. it was after you dropped the pass in the end zone in the flag football game. I had a touchdown, and the kids complained that I was, like, too open, so it, they didn't count it. it no, was... they did count it. I think that the coach was like, no, we're, ta- we're, we're not taking that away from you. No, they didn't count my touchdown. I thought they did. No. The kids vetoed you? Guys, we were beating the kids so bad that our, our coach said, can we please let them win a little to bit? To be fair, it was like 35 to 10. We and... came out, and the parents just were like, you know what? We need to send a message we to We dominated early. There was a parent that was, like, intercepting snaps and stuff. It was awesome. 
Also, um, another mom went like sprawling. Like yeah. she went for a flag. Parents and she were went flying. Rolling. We had parents diving. It was a good time. Yeah. If anybody wants to have their kid join, the next season registration will be open in August. Oh, Shelby. Anyway. For Marana Little League. Shelby, I hope we do three. No, it's not Little League. Flag football. I hope we do three three nights of these consecutively. We're going to do a review of the game tomorrow night and maybe a review slash preview. What? Uh, Did you talk to my agent about that? I don't know if I can do both in one night. Who's USC play tomorrow? That's a good question. Let's ask the computer. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> well, because I just assumed that USC is going to play Arizona, but oh yeah, they're. Uh, I don't know. Maybe ASU. ASU. We were rooting for ASU to beat USC. Okay. Well, I can do that. Yeah. So once again, thanks everyone for joining us. And if you're in Vegas, have fun. Be safe. And bear down. Bear down. Shelby actually wanted to go to the Pac-12 tournament, but she got a call from the big wig saying that she was banned after the Indiana game. Yeah, they just can't hang because my bear down essence is too strong. And also I, I screamed at a whole section of Indiana. Bear down games. essence is code for felony. <laughs> It's the NFL offseason, but on Pick 6, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, the football season never stops. Host Will Brinson, John Breach, and Tyler Sullivan are joined by analysts like Brady Quinn, Leslie Ducible, Katie Mox, and R.J. White to keep you in the loop on everything happening around the league. Whether it's free agents signing with new teams, the all-important NFL draft, or schedule release day, Pick 6 has you covered. As the face of the league changes with every team move and player pickup this spring, Pick 6 is a must Listen, download, and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and anywhere podcasts are found.